You're listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And oh boy, we're in the same room today. We are. We are over in the chondritic studios, the chondritic sound noise extra. Sound layer. Sound layer. Because we wanted to do this one in person. It felt there was really no way to do this not in person. It would have been so much more No, but I feel like we've already done this episode in person over the last couple hours because we've been doing it (laughs) and not recording it like a a trio of fools. So now we actually have to like discuss this in a thoughtful way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's all going to be, uh, you know, we're going to kayfabe our reactions or something here. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be, about it. I'm it, still reacting. I still have questions. This is, this is going to be fun. Absolutely. So this is an episode where we are going to go over some old noise catalogs from the nineties, three catalogs specifically. Three catalogs, although there's, there's what, seven here in front of us or something, uh, six. So we've got a triple R catalog. We've got several Malignant Records catalogs, which I've mentioned on the show before is a huge source of inspiration. And then we've got a great artware catalog from 96, which is like a massive booklet of things. Well, I assume it's 96. It might spring be of 96. Is, yeah, spring so 96, which means, yeah. There you go. So we thought this would be a lot of fun to look at. Now, these are all Gray's catalogs, including one of the malignants that has some highlights in it. So we're excited to go over that, but see what Gray was into. Well, and guess <laughs> what? See how different it was. Guess what? It's totally Not diff. a big surprise, but we always discuss the importance of the printed matter and the zines as well as catalogs. And of course we've talked about how great it is to go back in on these and, and look at them and today we wanted to make it official on an episode. So that is what we're going to do today. And I am totally pumped. This has been fun already, just pulling them out and looking at them. There were, I've lost them over the years, and there were some that I just couldn't track down today. I, you know, got a lot of printed matter here in my house. We are yes. surrounded by it right now. In fact, we were in the the audio, or no, the visual uh, reading section the library, of the, the of book the, vault. Can, there you go. That's there what, is go. that what they call them? Uh, book vaults library. Gotcha. <laughs> so we have a lot, we're surrounded by a lot of books and zines as well as some great DVDs and well, as well as a bunch of other stuff. Anyone who's been over here knows what we're probably. Yeah. You wouldn't be at your friend's place if you weren't yanking stuff off a shelf and looking at it. I mean, that's kind of like the measure of buddyhood. It's yeah. actually a lot nicer in here than it has been because I've been so you in the middle is. of mail order with all the new releases that have just come out that it's, it was my, my recycling bin has been full several times in the last <laughs> week of like, finally they came and took it. And now I've got to fill it back up again. It's so ridiculous. I would say it's nicer in here than it has been. Uh, since the last time I was here, which is smells nice, love it. It smells really nice. It's 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 actually quite enjoying it. Organized, where as look, all, and it, as any of our places, you know, our place goes in phases. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Depends yeah. on what you're making. I, depends on I, what you're I doing. Think, I don't know if we'll ever actually be complete. I fantasize about the complete organization, but man. I have friends it, that have those like modern homes where there's just like a little bit of decor and furniture and. 
No, I got I got books and CDs. Well, and well yeah, I, and I mean, everywhere. Oh, oh yeah, that'll I, never I be like laughing. that. I was laughing. I was. I've been seeing all these like ads for like try some wall yoga, wall Pilates. I'm like, who has an empty wall? Like, who in their right mind can do that? I've never had a wall. I've got a, a frame. It's gonna be a shelf, or yeah. Or collage yeah. or print or something like it's. No, there's gonna be no, a I bookshelf, mean, a CD yeah, rack, no, and, and a DVD. When I say complete organization, for me, I mean every single thing out, not double. Not sta- you know, one d- row. Not, not one row. Yes. Oh, you can see the. There's the no same with us. No, yeah, that's, that's how we are. Obviously, we have three. Yeah. Ro- we have many that have three well, rows I mean, of CDs. CDs. Gotta go three rows. So and tapes. So someday the fantasy would be every single spine of every book, record, tape, CD, and movie is visible out and not blocking something else that's the that would be the dream so we're gonna move into a warehouse i guess yeah, 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 yeah you remember when i had that house in ann arbor i did have a room there was an extra bedroom yes, that was just all of my records great. all of my tapes and all of my cds mm-hmm. on display and it was everything that i owned at that time but i think about how much more have you gotten well, since. yeah, yeah <laughs> same. wouldn't hold it now but back then it was like whatever a thousand tapes thousand cds and and a couple thousand records or whatever it was back yeah. then and it was all it was all there in a room and it felt so yeah, moving nice. to Los Angeles was so funny because you know we arrived ahead of ahead of our truck, ahead of our stuff, yeah. and so we were in the the one bedroom apartment downsizing from what a three bedroom house with a two car garage, which was stuffed every every <laughs> inch of that place was stuffed. Yeah, and we were just like, I don't want any of this stuff. Can we just tell the truck to not come here? Like we're yeah. good. Like it was so nice for a minute, but then. You know, then the assembling of the look. We need to record have shelves our, began. Our physical. It was nice. <laughs> our physical stuff. It's, it's just plain and simple. It's just the way it goes. But man, I'll tell you what. If we glad had, you got them. If we had this entire triple R catalog, its entire <sighs> contents out. Boy, oh boy! I will tell you what. Worth it. We would need a whole nother warehouse because this one is stacked now. It's. Hard to tell because I don't believe there's a year on this. No, but it's at the, so it's the 23 Central address. So it's not the Page Street Mm -hmm. address. And you can see in the recycled section, I was curious if, if mine or any one of our crew's Recycle like tapes for listings, and I want to say this was like 90. This is probably 99. I feel that it has to be. Nothing. We don't have any of our immediate crew recycled tapes in here, but what we do have are plenty of classic noise recycled tapes: AMK, Obe, Bolio, Broom, Chop Shop, Cocky SP, Condom. The Condom one's great. I always mm. love that one. Condom one is it was lived in my 85 honda for years i would just drive around blasting our our last week's guest panicsville sickness skin crime that skin the skin crime one was an early purchase of mine as well as the masana one which is in this yes macro mersbau molesto i don't have the molest one that'd be a great one to get but it's great to see you can you can in a way look at the time of the era just by looking at what, what recycled time. tapes are available. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So this is all pre us, which is obviously makes things that much more exciting. It must've been 2003 or four that he started soliciting. So not, and maybe he's soliciting before, but it became a little bit easier to get a recycled tape 
out back then. Correct. Yeah. Cause there was, there, I think at a certain point there was an open invite, but this has the pure disc listed on the front page. And it seems to me that this is the entire run of pure. I don't, I didn't recognize any disc that wasn't listed. Mm -hmm. We have everything from the Akala all the way down to the zone Nord. And I couldn't tell if there was one not listed. Now I'll tell you, there's a few that I'm definitely unfamiliar with and don't have. Phaeton Denier Dance. Do you know that one? Yeah, I, have I don't. An I don't recognize LP of that. theirs. That's very much feedback works. Actually, there's a live performance on YouTube of that project too. That's really nasty. It's like one guy behind a keyboard, huh? Because that's one I don't recognize. But you know, we do have obviously Masana Noise Extra is ready to rock. All the Bolio ones. So it seems to me that. The, at the time this catalog was sent out, all the pure CDs were available and there weren't going to be any more added to it. And the list is totally full at that mm. point, too. Is the Consumer Electronics on there, Tara? Tara's looking at it right now. Yes, it in is. Real time. There Teenage you go. Nuremberg. There you go. So, yeah. So, there's. it's definitely got the full pure CD list. So, again, it's it's fun to look at the catalog to sort the year because part of the thing about the triple r catalog is the lack of information no label no descriptions just a item list and prices yeah i've never heard the fab 44 so i'm not familiar so fab 44 it's not one we've done but tara you do know oh, the I people do? behind oh. fab 44 okay, are you sure of that isn't it isn't well, it the princess dragon mom but i'm not sure because okay i've talked about this story before i bought a my artificial invagination Mertz Bow CD I bought off of eBay and I met with the guy to get the CD and he stood me up the first time. Right. Like mm -hmm. out here or in Michigan? This is in Michigan. This is right. in Wow. And Royal you went Oak, back for Michigan. a second time after being stood up once. And then he wrote me apologizing okay. and we met up and he gave me a bunch of other stuff, including a Fab 44 seven inch that he okay. said was his old band. And actually, he gave me a Yantra material action tape, which was probably worth more and still is worth more than artificial imagination. <laughs> but hey, Good deal. thanks. But I don't, I knew Davin and, you know, like Dion and Warren and stuff kind sure. of from the orbit. His name is alive in the orbit of Record Collector, the record store I've talked about a lot. And I, it wasn't one of those guys it's to my memory. And I could be totally wrong. And maybe it was like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't Davin. Certainly it would have been yeah. sold at the record collector, you know? Yeah. And I would think if it was anybody closer to it would have also been. So maybe it was some of them, but also involved with this guy. I don't know. And I don't remember his name. And I good luck finding, you know, a, a eBay transaction from 20 some years ago. <laughs> like history. Okay. Well, so go, again, so we, we need know. to redouble our efforts to bother Davin. That's right. Well, that's always on my mind. Definitely on the list. But yeah. So the, obviously some of the ones we've done, the Rend, Zone Nord. The Masana, of course, the MSBR, the Obe. I mean, there's still so many to get to. We did the Prick Decay. So excited to dig into some more pure as always. And especially some of the odd ones. Like we've enjoyed doing the Zone Nord and and the ones that and the Rend, which was fun to learn more about Rend and mm -hmm. made the connection with Blister Pack through that. Murder Corporation, New Crimes, we did an episode on. But I'm excited to do Akala, Naj, the Strange Ones. Hey, 
Fab 44. So always great to look at this. And as well as an important thing that Ron did was the United Dairies tapes, which were the mm-hmm. nurse with wound tapes and, and, and label put out through triple R uh, on cassette. So it was a cool way to pick up a bunch of that era stuff while you're at the store, while you're making order. And it's funny. And I had this conversation with Tara last night, the, after our conversation with Ortman, we've, we've stated on the podcast that nurse with wound, none of us are insanely familiar with nurse with wound as much as we are massive fans of much of that orbit yeah. Current 93, White House, et cetera. Certainly heard it. Nurse however, Wound is a bit of a less known, at least to us. That's not to say we don't know Nurse Wound, obviously, but I, it is less in our world. And I was texting many people, maybe you're listening and got that text from me, asking about Nurse with Wound. And I got many different responses. It was really fun. And, and a couple of people who it made super good sense to me that they were massive Nurse yeah. of Wound fans. And I was saying that, honestly, I don't think I own any except for a couple of the United Dairies tapes because you were able to get those. And it's such a, it's, it's just such a great service to offer these in that way. I, I'm not sure if he still is offering those, but I know that we have the uh, chance meeting on a dissecting table tape, the 150 murders passions tape, of course, being of course. the mm-hmm. uh, you know White House nurse with wound collab, obviously, as well as the nurse with wound current 93 Mort tape, may have another one in there. I believe an HNAS tape, but it's it was just cool where you could pick up everything nurse with wound up to automating volume two as well as things released, the Teachins, the Nylospasm Band. Might have that one. Oh, actually, no, the Nurse Within Current 93 split that we have is the Nylon Covering Body Smothering. Club. I've never so heard that. That one, yeah. Well, so it's just, it's just, and it's just great to see, you know. Well, on in Artware, I'm looking at it right now, in the audio rarities section, there is a big Nurse With Wound section. Uh, and I would say the nurse with wound section is probably the most expensive section within the rarity. So even rare in 96, yeah. like uh, let's see here. Mers build Schwett. Yep. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's 90 Deutschmarks. That's like top of the Because that stuff really only came out on LP once Mm -hmm. until, I mean, obviously as the years have gone on, there's been plenty of versions. There were some CDs. So I never really got any of the tapes from the Triple R catalog mm-hmm. because any of the Nurse with Wound stuff I had, I was getting from Solomon, who was gotcha. importing, you know, all the World Serpent stuff in, in that orbit, the Dirt Row, whatever. So I never really got any of those tapes. I don't have, maybe I have one or two of them that I've picked up over the years, but I never grabbed those because I had either I'd had stuff or I didn't have an interest. I didn't need to hear it again at some point. Which, like, I, I probably have 10 Nurse with Wound records. I still don't feel like I know Nurse with Wound because there's, like, right, 400, so many, you know. Yeah, yeah. However, what did we I feel listen like I know and I don't have all, you know what I mean? There's yeah. a difference there between something like Nurse with Wound, which is constantly shifting and evolving and making all kinds of weird, different records, and Obe, which is 
has a very singular mindset and approach to things. And it, you can be more comfortable and confident in knowing it if you've heard five releases where you could have heard five completely different Nurse with Wound releases. Well, Tara, yeah. last night we were listening to what absolutely would be our Nurse with Wound. And it, it's almost it's almost cringe because I think it's what most people say is their favorite Nurse with Wound. But I think it makes sense for you and I. Gray, would you guess which one that is? Soliloquy for Lilith. Of course, yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and which makes sense because as people who listen it's to fine. us know, there's a, it, that that one has a a real thought from start to finish. And there's an ambience and the to tracks, it and atmosphere. You know, yeah. there many, many, the, the getting the rug pulled out from under you happens many times on many Nurse with Wound records. Not that one. That one, the <laughs> yeah. rug is, you're firmly on the rug the entire time. It's a five foot deep shag carpet that you're actually yes. stuck in. Yeah. It's a fantastic that record. And that's so the thing. Cozy. It's like, it, it, you know, I, I don't mean to even disclaimer it because it is an amazing record, but it is definitely the one that people go to. And uh, to me, I understand why. And and it's funny because we were having this conversation. I don't, I don't know why, like, you know, when, when certain words like enter your vocabulary, we've been saying herky jerky a lot. Uh, but yeah, it, I like it, it's, it's not it's so good, it's not it's, it's not one. quite so herky jerky. It's yeah. not like somebody learning to drive a clutch for the first time. You My, know what I mean? Oh, like one friend who is a massive fan and I was explaining that sometimes the the cuts get me a bit out of the zone. He's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. You don't, you're, you don't like to have any fun. And I, yeah. and he said that I was like, yeah, I'm the least fun person in the room. You know me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're just Mr. Buzzkill. I'm like, I know, I know. But anyway, I do love, and again, obviously we absolutely have the utmost respect for Nurse of the Wound and Steve Stapleton, obviously. Like surprises that don't want to be startled. And we just enjoy, <laughs> I just enjoy that Ron did that service. Cause I'll never forget going to Triple R and picking up 150 Murderous Passions and listening mm -hmm. to it overnight drive with Ron Ilve, as I <sighs> described in yeah. our tour episode. Now, something interesting about the Triple R catalog, and I'm almost curious as to how these were actually assembled because it's alphabetical up to a point. Well, if you look in here too, there's also a uh, an addendum that's on a single like half sheet double-sided. New releases, new stuff now in stock. So I would guess that it's alphabetical for whatever period he types everything up yeah. or typed it up the first time. And then everything else is just kind of added in. And then this would be a new page once there's enough to make a new page. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Right. So it just keeps expanding. And as stuff sells out, maybe is enough stuff is gone. And then, you know, I mean, Ron always took a ton of copies of things though. He was yes. really a huge distributor. It's not the distros. Now they take, you know, I mean, three, five copies, whatever it can be. And you're kind of scattershot. You send out to 10 distros and they all take a couple copies of something, mm -hmm. maybe, right? Or at least mail mail orders, not just sure, sure. But Ron would take, Ron would easily take 30 of something, more than that, you know? Right, because yeah, absolutely. people knew to get stuff from him. So the stuff that's in this catalog, he had enough copies to where it's like worth listing and mailing out a print catalog to everybody because he didn't have three copies of David Jackman machine gun seven inch. He probably had 30 copies of the damn thing. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then sending these out. And again, something about that idea, especially this era of the waiting, right? So you got the catalog, then it, in order to make an order, especially from, from Ron, you figured out what you want. You wrote a on a piece of paper wrote what you wanted yeah. and added up yourself you and made an the attempt check. to write legibly <sighs> I can't yeah imagine. i don't know <laughs> uh but 
so that just that amount of time, you would want to have a good amount of copies because someone might get the catalog a month later or something. Yeah. And you would get these. He obviously had a list of addresses that he would print out and cut up, right? And paste on yeah. like a sticker paper or glue them mm -hmm. on to the covers of these things and mail them out. And this one looks like it might have come in an order because it doesn't have no, it, on it, it, does. it? Oh, it does. This is when you lived in Ferndale and has his handwriting right there. So these are all handwritten. But it does does it have a postmark on it? On the outside, Bulk maybe? Rate postage paid. Oh, yeah. it was okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to because I know sometimes you would get one in an order. You would send Definitely. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you would get one and it would it would just be this eight and a half by eleven zine stapled and folded over and stapled. So it's like five point five by eight and a half. And that's how this sheet is even inside of that, right? Is because it would have been like stapled. Right. <laughs> the, the thing would have been stapled and then just thrown in the mail as a booklet, which I love. And what type of like what word processor was he using? Typewriter? Like it's I mean, yeah, really it wild. Great. It looks it great. looks yeah. so good. I mean, it, it seriously looks like a typewriter. There's nothing that feels or looks as nice as having a triple R catalog in your hand. Oh, I, yeah. I, Every bit of space covered. They're blasted. Yeah. And when you look at something else like old, you know, when we talk about 80s zines, the force mental zine that Club Moral did, that thing has the same mentality, for lack of a better term, to it where everything's covered in like letter set design, whatever sheets, like every page is designed. There's no free space on mm -hmm. it. There's no really negative space. There's a lot of interesting textures and things to look at. The triple R of course is his squiggle print everywhere. Yeah. And it's slammed to the gills. I'm surprised there's even a border, but it gives such character to it that it it's, I'm glad it's there. And then there's a couple different typefaces in here. Like the United Dairies tapes are different. Yep. And uh, sometimes other things are, they look a little different. It's, is the recycle tape list, it's typewritten, right? But there's maybe some, there's some handwriting in here, I think. I like also. when things Not are crossed out one, but it, it does feel different. Mm -hmm. The way it's, the way it's laid out is a little different. Marked out in Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just these borders and things crossed out. I, I'm such a sucker for this sort of thing. I mean, yeah. this is why I've held on to this for over 20 years. Yeah, right? This is why I've held no, on to all these things is because there's a certain nostalgia to it. And it's also really cool to see what things cost, what, how things were described, what I, you know, and the one that has highlighting, I know there's more with highlighting around, but I, we only found this one. Right. And I know uh, we're going to go, we're going to go over that a little bit later, but it's really funny to see what I wanted to buy and where my tastes are, because there's some stuff that, Ooh, there's records we've talked about on the podcast. You better believe it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and for me, especially with the triple R catalog, because there was no descriptions, I was going by name. Band name and title. Yeah, band name and title. And so, format. Uh, did you want CDs or were you trying to get some seven inches? Yeah, so some of it I had heard via Japanese American Noise Treaty, but something like Smell and Quim, I just love the name. I was like, oh, that's great. So I was like, you know, so that was a, Smell and Quim was a purely purchased by name. Same with uh, Japanese Torture Comedy Hour, purely by name. The I had certainly heard MSBR and Ob via the Japanese American Noise Treaty. Mm -hmm. But other other things too, like the Ramla, I loved I always love that name. We created it. Let's take it over. I always thought that was just such a great title. So I so I loved that it was a time that you could really go by names and titles and you might you might hit and you might miss. I don't remember missing because I was so open, you know, for everything. And that was the other thing. You got to be open. 
Yeah, we were discovering new things when we were getting these catalogs, right? So you you were open. You wanted to hear new stuff. But also as the Millennium catalog evidences, I also knew what I liked and definitely like sought out specific things that you started out with a highlighter hit my taste hard and yeah yeah i did well i think we should just <laughs> jump right to the malignant catalog mm-hmm. because you have a lot of these and what's great about the malignant catalog as we've mentioned in other episodes when when it comes up is that whereas there's no description in triple r there's no description in artware but there is labels and the way it's organized is very different than triple r the malignant catalog Every single thing has a write-up, and it's all directly from Mr. Malignant himself. Yeah, Jason Mantis, who runs Malignant Records, he would do the write-ups. And he had done Audio Drudge, I think, maybe before that, starting the the label and the mail order. So he was already writing reviews. And so this is one of the things that really hit is it wasn't just label copy about how great something is. You had a guy who was enthusiastic about this stuff and even not that enthusiastic. There's things that he doesn't like. And he talks about that in here. Like, ah, oh, this is, this isn't as good as the last record, but here's the new, whatever. Like those sorts <laughs> of things are in there. It's not just trying to show you something. There were, were honest opinions in here about what things were. And he would occasionally do the recommended if you like sort of thing where yeah. another you mentioned another band so I'm reading a description I go oh this sounds like House of Rathna well I'm going to I'm going to buy this one whatever that same kind of thing would happen no absolutely and and even we obviously when you're doing this you want to put your own personality in it the way he's doing it but also understanding that maybe it's not his thing but again it is this and if you like this you'll probably exactly. like this one yeah one that I have in my hand right now is autumn of 2000 and it is uh, announcing the octune america show so november 16th navicon torture technologies casodio yeah casodio predominance inade la joya de la princess featuring regard extreme fantastic and that cd is so great actually we pulled that out (laughs) the other day then November 17th, oh boy, Control, Taint, Slogan, X-Order, Condom, and the Grey Wolf. So Taint didn't play, and I what don't remember Predominance playing. Bloodbox played instead of Yenpox. Not sure if that was listed. It wasn't, actually. And there was, uh, there was more. Because I feel that there was more that you've mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, obviously those are some standouts. I very much remember the Condom and Grey Wolves performances. I very much remember seeing Slogan for the first time in, yeah. in 2000. I mean, that was yeah. that was exciting. That was something different. And then if you weren't convinced that the Malignant Records mail order catalog helped, shaped a young Mr. Holger... Let's check out the forthcoming mail order items in this catalog. House of Rathna 7-inch. New Novi Svet CD. Denier Volante CD. Condom Get Right With God LP. Deva Loca LP. Predominant CD. IRM CD. Ordo Equilibrio CD. Boy, everyone excuse my pronunciation. Sonar Remote Assault CD. And many more items. 
the Joya de la Princess pre-orders should be here soon. So look at that. <laughs> Wonder I mean, why on. you like that catalog. Well, let's just let's just see what was highlighted in this. Um, yeah, that must be the last, the latest of the catalogs I have here too, because I know the, a couple. Yeah, of the this other is nineteen ninety nine. With a twenty two cent stamp on it. Ah, uh, and as well, it needed a little extra, so it has a thirty three cent stamp. Uh, Did it so, only take one stamp to send no, these? two stamps on these guys. Two no, no, this one, one stamp. One. Yeah, the 30, 33. Probably one. the end of the 22 cent stamp. He had to add a little oh, extra gotcha, postage gotcha, gotcha. is what I'm guessing he, he on had, that. He had added a bunch of stamps. Um, but let's see what a young Mr. Holger uh, was really into uh, on these these days. Let's see, we have Escore missing volume. Oh, yeah, well, episode um, done on that. Okay, we have Room. Episode done Parametra on Room. Trois. Was that we, the one we did? I don't think so. I don't remember. Yeah, but, uh, but we did it for Oh, no, episode. this is a three-inch CD. Oh, yeah, you know so you're going to like that. So yeah, the, and then the 10-inch vinyl, yeah. 10-inch oh, yeah, yeah, three-inch. Yeah, yeah. That's one we did, yeah. 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 Three and ten. Uh, so then we have Deutsch Nepal, Only Silence Among the Filthy. Still need to do it. Did you get Nepal? it? Uh, Deutsch Nepal, The Silent Earth. Those are cassettes, Fantastic. right? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I have those tapes. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Genocide Organ, The Truth Will Make You Free. I mean, come on, forever. The new Geo. That's actually in the Triple R catalog, too. So that would have been that's the new record, right? Yeah, that would have been the new record that dropped. Dissecting table, why seven inch? Fantastic. We should do that seven inch. I, I have that seven don't inch. think I got that, which is uh, disturbing. Well, hey, seven inch Sunday coming up, and of course well, we've done a dissection table. They they I say that the dissecting table never fails to amaze. It's probably the wildest, most off the wall and insane stuff to come out of the dissecting table camp yet. Oh, we gotta hear it. Really yeah, over yeah. the top percussive wails and synth bass grooves, complete with the guttural vocal stylings of Ichiro himself. Incredible, pure, and simple. Okay, we're gonna need to. Check that one out. Uh, and then I, you know, some something I haven't listened to. Ah, uh, Kama Sotes, Gray. We did you, a, Connelly and I did a seven inch. did a seven inch. Yeah. Oh, and it, and Tara, was, yeah, well, okay. Tara, it is one of those projects. It's funny you say that, Tara, oh. because it's one of those projects that I always say that I've seen the name forever and I never heard, heard, heard it until we did that, ep, until we did that seven inch. Did you do the ball is a Neona yes. seven yeah. inch? <laughs> that's what we did. Oh yeah. Well that's, I know where Greg got it. It's right here. Uh, and then the other was the poison 10 inch. So maybe we oh, should check that, that out. Too, uh, do you agree that it's one side of PF heavy pounding rhythms and machine noise and typical ah comma fashion. The other side is pure dark magic, yes. haunting horrific soundscapes with nightmarish voices. Yes. Yeah. That, would you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah, okay. No, it's Great just one up. of those odd band names that I always never, I was just, I've always seen it forever and I never heard it. So, that's, yeah. so there you yeah, go. Look, that's, we're getting, that's we're great. really, really, really getting, getting into the history. Stone glass steel, two of those. You're really wanting to check out stone glass. Steel? Yeah. That's a project. I'm not super familiar. Not I believe it's in an episode. Familiar, right? episode is in an, in an issue of Spectrum, maybe he worked with. Yes, there is an interview in Spectrum and he worked with malignant. He was sort of part of the malignant crew and, a lot of his stuff was recycled, remixed sounds, found sound things that he would restructure. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I don't know if I still have those CDs, though. Do you still have Radio San Sonambule oh, CD? No, I Absolutely. <laughs> you know I we know we love Scott Hartford, and I love that you were grabbing that disc back then. You know, oh, that's absolutely. so great. I yeah. mean, yeah, of course. Oh, were you, know, you I, also <laughs> checking out Force and Fire by Nutsack? I, I was oh, indeed. Yeah, I did an episode <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one we did an episode on, or was it a tape? Force, Force and Fire, the tape? There is a tape, yes, and then there's... Because there's, uh... we did the Nutsack, because I know there's the there's the CD that has is different. Yeah. Because we got the CD, 
Yeah. So the tape is different. You really went through this entire, there's something on like every section. Like you really read well, of course. this entire catalog. Yeah, I, I definitely read these. I love that there's been multiple episodes of highlighted. I love it. And then the new Aller Seelan. Uh, we talked about Aller Sturm later. So great. Uh, yeah. I'll come Such on. a great project. Yeah. So there we go. So we do have proof that Gray was into it and actually purchased these items. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. you know we support, but I, I really do love that it's, the that the you know the more things change the more they stay the same. We've literally done episodes on most of those things, if not the exact release. Multiple we've done releases or we've done episodes on bands. Uh, See, you didn't know been. you were doing research, Gray. You've been doing like it at the time. forever <laughs> at the time. Well, and the funny thing about this is that there's stuff in here that I didn't highlight, but it's because I knew I already knew that I would have bought it or I got it elsewhere. Like there's taint releases in this catalog too. They're not highlighted, but probably because I was buying stuff from Keith then. Yeah, we oh, were right. we were actually questioning some of the things that you did not highlight that are well, just I'm stone sure, cold know, classics look, in there. But you you said you already I, I probably already have them. them. Yeah, I'm or, sure you yeah, did. That's the thing is yeah. this cat. You know, this would have been a later catalog, so I'd ordered it from the last catalog. The, in these, it's hard to tell because the type is really small. But in these, the I, I know like Taint Victimology too. I ordered that straight from Finland, or yeah. no, actually maybe I got it from Keith. I'm not sure, but like. Right. It's not highlighted here, but I know because I got the special edition. <laughs> it's well, from it's the really label. crazy Gray, how much better we used to be able to see. If you got this, when you got this, and I'll tell you, it's an album that we all own and love. Let's see if you picked it up from Malignant, you picked it up from the label, from the band, who knows? Yes, in stock. A CD of impenetrable darkness where evil lurks at every turn. Cold and deadly heavy electronic shudder and groan like the birth of some unspeakable monstrosity. We'll purge the mind and soul of everything but the most impure of thoughts. To sum this one up, I feel I need to quote J.R.R. Tolkien. A black vapor wrought of veritable darkness itself that, as it was breathed, brought blindness not only to the eyes but to the mind, so that even the memory of colors and of forms and of light faded out of thought. Now, I'll give you a hint. Okay. It is in the B section. Oh. So it's that description and the project starts with a B. I was thinking we're all massive fans. We all own this album and love this album. We've not done an episode on this album. We've done an episode on another album by this band, but we have all discussed that this could possibly be our favorite of the band. Oh. B. Is it bad sector? No. Good, good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Okay. Hold on. I didn't, the darkness didn't match, but I, there's also, I know we've talked about bad sector in that we way have, a number of have. times. We Starting have. with a B. Oh, it's brighter death now. It's Necros Evangelicum. You oh. know it. It is absolutely. Of course it is. That is great. Yes, it is. It yeah, not only got the band, got the album. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah, so I took one second and then I was like, oh, yeah, it's that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was oh, that great. Was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I was trying to think what Bad Sector would be suffocating. I'm like, that's that was the wrong thing to say, but it just, you know. Yes, yes, yes. So it's, we, this is it's fun to look at the descriptions and see now here's one we have done an episode on and <laughs> you, you, the it, it, the answer's in the description but just for fun well, you just just mute you just mute okay the, okay I'll, you blank out the part of the, I'll, the references I'll mute and, what could give it away yeah. and we have done an episode on this reissue of a cassette 
now digitally remastered courtesy of pulsating monolithic heavy electronics and agonizing drones with a steady stream of clean pronounced vocals. A two-track hour-long audio interpretation of films of war, degradation, violence, despair, lust, fear, hate, sin, and horror. So I I took out the what the subject of it is, and I took out who reissued it. Um, yeah, well, but it's Eagle of Thor processings. It sure is. Oh my God! <laughs> shut up. Reissued by <laughs> Jinx. You know it, baby. You know it. <laughs> oh my God! I love it. I love it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> didn't even need a letter hint on that one. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is a. And I didn't. By the way, I did look through these catalogs earlier, but I didn't read either oh, of those yeah, descriptions. Yeah. Well, that one I knew just because uh, the. Pro- <laughs> okay, was, here's some easy ones. Three pieces of harsh, piercing noise made using only the sounds of brain waves. Well, oh, electroencephalograms as source material. Is it Which blood one brain did you barrier? say? It's not blood brain is barrier. It, is it? Hold is on, what year al- is this? This is 1999 is it, is in re- July. Re- read the description again. Three pieces of harsh, piercing noise made only using the sounds of brainwaves and cephalogram as source material. A full-color picture disc of brain scans with two silk screens designed on both sides of the outer bag. Limited edition. Numbered 25 copies. We don't have it. That's a crazy one. Cerebral disturbance. Cerebral disturbance. There you go. Don't have it. Okay. I actually just saw that uh, Urashima is going to reissue a a series of the OB stuff that's all the... uh, it was all the LPs. The practice actor very Yeah. That's what I was going to guess with, that you were doing, Tara. Tara, do another one. I like this. Okay. Never thought I'd see it, but first sermon is back in stock. Well, I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's Calm the first down. one? Servitude? The- yep. <laughs> I wanted to hear you say that, which one it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, short and harsh noise eruptions interspersed with a series of prostitute interviews and there you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun game. One of the best. I have listened to it a thousand times. Okay, okay. This is a seven inch essential first release from this North Carolina industrial outfit. Super fucking dark atmospheres with droning vocal moans and heavy percussive rumbles. A must-have for fans of Yenpox and Megaptera. I know who it is, and you probably wouldn't think of it, but I'm going to guess this is the Subclinic 7-inch. Yes, it is. Of course. <laughs> Which we've done a 7-inch on. Of course he started in North Carolina. I was like, we, I know we've talked to someone yeah. from North Carolina. Yeah. Yes, and we've done an episode on that 7-inch. Yeah, that's Great 7-inch. Seven inch. The Subclinic 7-inch on Waggletone. <laughs> okay, see, it's it's the specifics make it fun. Okay. A departure from the harsh-hitting sonics of fragmentation, focusing well, instead on well, minimally layered electronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fragmentation. <laughs> but what is it? Wait, say it again. It's a Vita, departure. Meditiva. It's a departure from the harsh-hitting sonics of fragmentation, slow-building, pulsating rhythm, rhythm a la Vroom or Panasonic. Is it? And it can be played on either thirty-three or forty-five. Oh, it's an LP. See, I don't. I, I'll say that. After fragmentation, I'm not sure what came out after that. It's the Nullity 10-inch. Okay. Nullity. Okay. Hmm. 
But Orphix for sure. I was thinking it was the uh, the one on hands. Oh right, right. Okay. Oh, have you guys ever heard of Blink Twice? Of course. Demon Haunted World. Is that in there? I have not. Oh, that's what Demon Haunted Blink. World is in the title. Of <laughs> I don't you remember that. It was What's new. the description? Uh, I don't know. Blink continues twice. in the same tradition of the past. Blink Twice releases with its flowing cinematic atmospheres and cold futuristic electronics, but this time with a slightly more aggressive approach to the rhythms and percussion. Yeah. I blink twice was, I want to say a side project of someone. I don't remember exactly who maybe huh. it doesn't say it in there, but no, I, it doesn't say I, I have, I am totally unfamiliar with that. I remember. Is that on crowd control activities or what label is that on? Possessive blindfold. Oh, Possessive blindfold. Okay. Who's possessive I don't blindfold? even know possessive. Blindfold. We've a, mentioned it before. They had a band called Holocaust theory that was very much like skinny puppy type industrial, right. like, and, and power noise. They put out a Zymosis CD and, uh, Thing called horse penis pants. I saw a, a list horse of a project pants. called horse penis pants in All the right. Triple R catalog, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is horse penis pants?" It was power noise. It was like really like distorted techno, you know, metal zone and drum machine. So the Melinda catalog is a hell of a lot of fun <laughs> to go yeah, through. It's it's a it's a blast. I am really really jealous of these. I have such vivid memories of sitting on the couch in Kentucky like looking through our triple R catalogs and looking through catalogs. Where did they all go? Yeah. I saved them. I don't, I don't know. I saved them. I'm so proud of you for saving them now. Okay. This artware catalog is insane. By the way, the artware catalog is over the it edge. Is, what is, how many pages? This is 95 pages Yeah, and it's tiny print and it's full. The artwork catalog is incredible because it is, it is organized by label. And so when you get you get to the gross section, <laughs> it's just massive. The triple R section, massive. And it's so fun to look at and see how much artware kept in stock. And that's the only thing you have, to, you have to put into perspective. Triple R, malignant, mm -hmm. artware. This is all the stuff in here. Like you said, Ron was ordering multiple, multiple copies of things. I'm sure Malignant was, and I'm sure Artware was. But it makes sense with Ron because he has a record store. And and you can imagine Nobody the space that he had. Nobody was going to a record store. Yeah, he had true. space to store right, things, and he had point. a place to put them. It wasn't like us trying to like cram all this stuff in our living room. But with Artware, you have to keep in mind, as thick as this catalog is, these are all sitting in Donna Clem's place, or maybe did have a separate space to keep mm -hmm. everything, but the um, it is a staggering catalog yes. of items that we all talk about on episode after episode. The vanilla section, oh, ob floodgate, ob hydrophobia, control bleeding bladder bags, Von Brutes Portuguese Man of War, Soulmania Soul Morphine Nocturne, right? These are all- And also labels that I've never heard of. So labels that think, we've never heard of. And, and with a, a, you know, a sizable discography. Sometimes it's just one thing, but then there's lots of things. Sure. You're like, wow, I've sure. never tons heard of this in my of life. Stuff, tons of stuff unfamiliar to us, maybe in the don't know what- world you call it but you know a, a label that's going to put out a lot of big city orchestra you mm -hmm. know uh you know <laughs> yeah. you know just that you're not necessarily our main uh not necessarily yeah, in our but brains big city orchestra was in the malignant catalog too there's but a I mean, lot of is, big city orchestra I must have been really apt in a way yeah. of like a band that was it can put you in that place and time definitely immediately active definitely yeah. like an elden era band yes. yeah it just it's not a they're on pain factory yeah. it's just it just 
a band that's not something that the three of us are crazy familiar with, but there's a million releases. And to see the name for years, for some yeah. reason, just never yeah. went in on it. But I mean, like, look here. And then you just, I look, I love how this is done by the label. Cause you look, you got underground productions out of France. That's got the broom in death. We trust tape and the S core undersong tape. Uh, I have undersong great tape. I, I don't even, I couldn't tell you what label though. Well, tell uh, you now well, it is. Yeah. When Underground Productions. Yeah, but I like. Oh, right. Asked, yeah, like, yeah. Like, would have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escort tape on Ivy. No, know. exactly. And so, yeah, I really do enjoy the that element of the way this is laid out. But there's so many interesting parts to this catalog because there are there's the rarities section, there's a used section. And then there are posters, there are visual arts that you can purchase. Just the catalog looks great too. Like yeah, the very design, clean. It's very clean. It's on the cover newsprint. looks great. It's like a very look all the ND nice one. comps and, and tapes. Broom standard on ND. Don't have that one. Gotta love broom. The mute gray mm -hmm. area yeah. releases. That, see, that's the thing is artwork was so big, they were carrying mute stuff. And like when you when I think of mute, you could get that at, at any store. I mean, like Sure. You could really, really find mute records. I feel <laughs> attainable. Like. They were, yeah, they yeah. were everywhere. I mean, the even some of the stuff I got early on. We you know we talked a little bit with Andy Ortman about Halfler Trio. Those gray, those mute Halfler Trio CDs, the gray area mute, whatever. Mm -hmm. Those were around all over the place. You could find those, and the Tyranny off the beat thing, right? The VHS yep. and CD, and a lot of that stuff that mute era stuff you could just find at all the record stores when i was buying this stuff in the late 90s but this is mid 90s and artware was so big that they were also still carrying this stuff too because it was maybe slightly more accessible than some of the really obscure shit they're carrying mm -hmm. no it's really fantastic to just get a look at all this stuff and to see what was available with other things right you have the the mother savage section right all the macro ultimate vibrator orchestra physical chaos the, these are tapes we're yeah, talking tapes, about yeah, of course. from 1996. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Lima Con tape, Killer Bug Vaginal Disco, the Human Skin Lantern tape, Cocky SP Macro Blister Pack tape, the One Dark Eye Transmissions of Fistula Aureus, <laughs> right? You know, MSVR, Mersbau, 7-inch, the MXM, the Macro Mon Brutes, which is a favorite of ours, a huge inspiration on the beginning of Yellow Gasoline. And this just makes me think about what the mail day was like for artware. Yeah. You know oh, what God. I mean? Like it even think like now, like I guess, you know, we're looking to get mail more than I would say most other people who don't, in the world. you know, yeah. in the world yeah. aren't like sending, you know, mail back and forth I to their friends. when the mailman hasn't dropped something yeah. off. But it's so weird. Like even think about how much mail we used to get even compared to now. Like it was always like a lot of mail. Yeah. People sending stuff. Mm -hmm. Now it's more sending an email. Once we like, had a mail slot on our door. And they could put it in the door. <laughs> that was that was a great a great well, invention. I also had a PO box way back when. I think some of these might have been addressed to a PO box. Yeah, it is addressed to my old PO box in Ferndale, hmm. Michigan. And so I had a PO box back when I was getting these, and I missed the the PO box style. In my brain, you had to have one so people didn't know your address. 
Smart. Exactly. Don't dox. Don't dox. But no no self doxing. That's and, right. And there's a video section in here. Did you guys see the video oh, section? Don't. The, the, bunch the triple RBHX of, bunch of Costas videos. Oh, Just right. oh, yeah. don't eat those. Don't watch those while you're eating dinner. Don't eat those while you're watching dinner. Don't eat those while you're watching dinner. Either uh, gross uh, roughage. Uh, oh yeah, VHS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big entertainment from Canada. Let's see here. Oh, Helter Skelter. What's that? <laughs> nice. Uh, Charles Mansion, nineteen ninety two parole hearing. Just the parole hearing. Oh, it the says. Parole hearing. I love yeah, that. Kind I want of stuff. that. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Hey, uh, Big City Orchestra and the Haters. Go. A puppet show. I uh, think that's from the Pain Factory. I think. I oh, think yeah? that footage is on Pain Factory. Like, if I'm parade not from the UK. Uh, what else do we have? I mean, there's so many, like Old Europa Cafe the, oh, has those, like- those comps are amazing. So many VHS, yeah. yeah. we've watched a couple of those over here, in fact. Duchess yeah, yeah. of York, I don't know that, uh, but the calm yes, down and smell and quip. Oh, it. yeah, I do know that. <laughs> yes, Never mind. you do. And, and that was because Walklet talked right. about that. Yep. Because uh, that yep. was when GX came over. And I believe that's the infamous- when, if I'm not mistaken, with the quote that we say all the time when he says "Cranky was there," I'm Cranky pretty sure. Was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I do say that way and too it, much. I have came, to not say it, that. It doesn't mention it in there. I'm sure, but it came packaged with like a stocking. Um, it does not mention that. a. St- comes in special package. Yeah, yeah, well, that is go. what's special about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, haters hate Italy. Fifty eight minutes. Oh, see, I don't know. That and one. then haters facts on the polywave. Sounds great. VHS? Oh, wow. Yeah. I just want all these. Susan Lawley. There's three yes. uh, VHSs. Okay, so is it the Try Me Grateful, Sutcliffe Fugend, and maybe a, a live action? Live action 20 in Hamburg. Yep, you got it. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, there's a bunch of psychic TV oh, yeah. uh, videos, a bunch of... Bunch of Throbbing Gristle, William Burroughs. You know, oh, you can get Scorpio Rising. You can get all kinds of all the oh, angers. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I we had a Mystic w- Fire video probably for the angers back then. We had some TG VHSs that were we we had you know different dubs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And while I semi regret not still having some of those, we still have some. But I when we were moving and we were scaling back, I thought it'd be cool to donate a few of those to Goodwill. So there was a Goodwill somewhere in Michigan that you could, that someone <laughs> oh, picked we, up. We put, a TG, dropped a lot of strange a TG, things off. Uh, dubs VHS. Years ago, the Goodwill near our favorite bar I went in and they had some SRL VHS and I bought them. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I, I, thought, I thought it was great more, stuff I thought it was in that place. How fun <laughs> yeah. would it be if any of us walked in the, you know, I'm so it, stoked. Yeah. yeah. I just thought, I thought mm-hmm. it was worth I can have you when there. I find a skinny puppy CD at the Goodwill. Definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in Los Angeles, things get picked pretty fast, but I think yeah. not as much anymore. Because people just assume that. And then again, a, br- a burned copy that we had uh, would be Charles Manson Superstar. Burned? You got official of that. You kidding me? Well, but back in the day, we had a burned, I thought. We got that official. Official. Oh. Okay. Give me a break, oh, with the Joe God. Coleman artwork on the front. Well, yeah, I mean, I yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I I take, I eat my words. I regret them immediately. Them words are uh, What else? The last one, current ninety three since yesterday video. Hell yeah! Oh, that's then, cool. After this, so you okay, could yeah, purchase yeah. all of these. Hold on, let's see what a VHS yeah, would cost because I don't even, I couldn't even ballpark it. Machine. Oh man, the vanilla, the vanilla. All the vanillas are so great. They were like 69 Deutschmarks. What does that mean? I have no idea. I mean, yeah, probably because I think with those, it's funny. From Japan. I was talking to someone else just about the way vinyl used to be 
at least in say an SST vinyl mm-hmm. would be cheaper than buying the SST CD in like 92, but that all yeah. flipped at a certain yeah. point. But same with VHS, there was a certain point where it was actually set kind of expensive to get. And then now it's back to being that, you know, yeah. it goes in these strange waves. So it is interesting to see that kind of stuff. But I mean, of course, when the shit's new, it, it wasn't what you get. And it, who know. knows what region these were? Like, I remember I, all the VHS I bought when I was in France in the nineties. Oh yeah. Can't play any of them. Of like I never had a VHS. Well, there's a, that there's a couple places you could take them though. Yeah. I mean, at this point in time, but Tim, you, have long a, gone. you have a, a weird have a section that we all were a bit curious about in this catalog. Oh, is this audio solds? Is that where we're at? No, no, no. no. Oh, it says, okay, so after current 93 since yesterday is listed, there's a there's a, a photo of mountains, and then it says Fini. And then we have 20 pages arranged by the artist, alphabetically listed, of just releases. It doesn't, there's it no has, price? There's no price. They show, like, check it out, Gray. Like, is this just like, here are things that exist in the world? No, hold on. Is it past things? I looked in the table of contents. <laughs> is it? What, what is does it? it say? Grace, we're doing this. What in is real this a time. list of? Doing this here, Grace, looking, trying to see because it is the end of the catalog. It's twenty pages long. It's yeah, alphabetic. No, this is the index. Uh, so, like here, I'm looking at at. Uh, Oh, it's the index. And then it tells you what label it's on, so you can go look. Oh, so oh, there's no page, but it tells you there's the way, label. That's the alphabet. This wow. is the alphabetical. So if you just want to look up, that is brilliant. So, yeah, of, so I looked up a kind of Cthulhu, and it says that both of these LPs are on Azteco. So, so then, then you I go to Azteco, and I see both oh. the LPs in the catalog. Oh, that's what that wow. is. Okay, now this is mind blowing. <laughs> the <laughs> so details the to have an index—that's insane. Donna Clem, what <laughs> an absolute shit. legend! And of course, we've talked to people who were in contact with her back in the day saying she was one of the absolute mm-hmm. greatest. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously someone who is no longer with us, but w- certainly was the a passion for this stuff oh is my. undeniable. D- yeah. Like that D- just blew my mind. Like, I can't believe who's this Greg? Are you familiar with this project? Disorder. Absolutely. No idea what that is. There's a CD on Discordia though. I would like to hear it. But just that that passion to have that level of detail that not only do you divide things up by label, but then there's an entire index of everything that's in there. For your convenience. Wow. And this came out. There's like seven Faust releases in here. She has everything. This came out. This was spring 96. And then on the back it says next one, May 96. Next update will be in May. May. Most people still consider May spring. Uh, that's, not, what, that's, not, not <laughs> that's why I thought it must have been earlier in 96 or maybe 95. No, this is like in every other month. The passion obviously is something mm-hmm. that we have never gotten over. And when you look back at this era and think about the amount of work put in a s- malignant writing reviews of everything, art where organizing everything and then an index and then everything laid out perfectly. Triple R, just the overwhelmingness of it and the mystery of it. These three catalogs in a way encompass so much of what we talk about here and have talked about for the last four and five years. For sure. Because it takes so much passion to, you you know, it's easy to get excited and do something really quickly, but then to sustain that excitement, to be consistent with it, to be able to be counted on. I mean, really they, they were all next level. And that's the thing about these malignant catalogs, especially is when was the last time you went to a label to, or, or a mail order distro to order some CD and it had a description they wrote for everything, not the label Mm -hmm. description copy pasted there. 
it's so cool to see these things because it was how we communicated with each other. I, we've talked about this before, but uh, Aaron Dilloway in the Hanson catalog, the old Hanson mail order catalog, mm-hmm. he would write every description for everything himself. And you got the character of the person behind the mail order informing you of the, these things. And so if you knew you liked the things they like and you knew that you could trust their recommendations because of these other things, you were getting more than just the the ad copy. You were getting a little glimpse into what it was that attracted them to these things. And I love seeing that. It's the that personality of it. Now, on the flip side, of course, is the the warehouse style of Triple R or the artware where it's like incredibly professional. It's yeah. like organized mm-hmm. by a label. It's got an index. It's organized by a format. There's all these different types of things going on with it. And it's obviously very regularly updated, yeah. which is a lot to manage and this is 96 this thing this is this you know the millennial ones are very much done on the computer the triple r one is done by this hand is windows with 95 with a, with here some sort of word processor or typewriter and then but this is this is really like computer layout done yeah pro mm-hmm. and it's it's really cool and cover art by philippe robert January 96. That's what it says here. Very cool. the, the, the note on the inside says January 96. You know, a very early noise tape I got was on Artware, ordered from the Relapse catalog. And again, because the name, I thought the name was so strange. And it's Sudden Infant 1993. Wow. It's a, yes. It's a can smashed basically to the form of a tape. Mm-hmm. And then the tape's in the can. But I always thought, I remember reading the name Sudden Infant. And I thought it was such a crazy name. We still have that. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely. I think you know what I like that can packaging. It's, it's hard to hard for us to break. You gotta take a photo. Of it. I want to see this. Yeah, I'll have to find it. But yeah, no, it's it's that's a fantastic one. Obviously, joke someone who we've always talked about mm-hmm. talking to. But yeah, uh, this is this is so fun looking at this stuff. I mean, obviously, this is just stuff that we can never get sick of. There's never a time I'm like, oh, please don't show me this old malignant catalog. I don't want to see. The a description when a tracks more of overcome had just come out. Yeah, well, hey, you don't you want to do any, any more quizzing? That was kind of fun. This is really fun, but this was so much fun. I'm so glad we did this. I'm so glad we did this in person. And yeah, got to it was sit nice here to do this look in at person. Everything. It's been great. Just I've enjoyed back this where it all started. Back where it all started. I wouldn't be here, here without these catalogs. That's a fact. Well, we wouldn't yeah. be here without all of us being here. So that is a true fact and we wouldn't be here without all the incredible listeners. Thank you so much for sticking with us for all these years. We're so psyched on the future. We got a lot of great stuff we're working on right now and already, of course, looking into next year, you know what we got going on next year. So what you got there? The superstars of porno. Let's see that. What is that? Let's I know what that. it is. I'm already like just, just waiting to stop recording so I can grab more stuff. A cheap zine <laughs> called mm-hmm. Superstars of Porno. It looks like this is from a little bit from a while ago. Oh, it doesn't necessarily look like they're going to. I thought Do you maybe know any would, of these superstars? Oh, it's not like a, it's not like, like this is so this is Seika, and this no. is what she does. Yeah, and, and, and is- just want to shout out anybody who uh, got a chance to listen to the White Centipede that I was on. I've really enjoyed talking porn stars with people hitting me up. It seems to have been <laughs> that's the, what everybody wants I to discuss. I feel like that's with you. what hit, and yeah. I'm glad that that's what hit from the episode. So, really appreciate it. Shout out yeah. to our friend Josh who submitted that question. So, yeah. thank you very much. All right. Everybody, thank you so much. <laughs> we got a really cool 
interview lined up for next week. So heads up for that. We will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.